Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Ford again coming at you uh, on this Thursday morning uh, with a word concerning matters of faith. In this case, uh, this is a subject that is in the last two years I've been really sitting in, hearing, watching, and developing even myself with this topic of self-care and healing. Um, the way I arrive at this point is because of the fact that even I myself, as a pastor, as a professor, you know, no degrees stop you from going through storms. And, and what I've learned one of the most important things of all is to provide self-care and healing for yourselves. Uh, I don't know if you know my situation, but I have been divorced for going on uh, at least uh, three years and and you know, and there are things that I had to learn because I've not I've been in this place before after being married so long. But life change and things change. And sometimes we have to make adjustments to be able to better survive, if you will, or at the very least stay healthy so that uh, you can uh, be as healthy as you need to be. Uh, and there's a term that they have that deals with that, and I, I've been dealing with it for like over two years now. It's called self-care, self-care. You know, this is a term I've not heard a whole lot before, but in the fullness of time, my time in this case, God brought that full circle to me, and I've been doing it now for a minute, and i got to admit, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm learning. I'm learning, and there are some things I want to share with you guys today so that if you're ever going through hardships, trials, it doesn't always have to be divorce. My case brought that. But the truth of the matter, uh, self-care in allowing yourself to heal is a very healthy thing to do. And if you've been hurt and you're going through some drama and trauma, the truth of the matter, you do need healing. You may not feel like it. You may not think that you do. Uh, you, do. you may feel like, oh, you're going to be all right. You can handle it. There are so many things in life that can bombard you that uh, keep you from being the healthiest person God ordained you to be or uh, uh, walking in His presence with purity. All right? So I want to talk about right now, and this is going to be uh, multiple sessions as I do what I do for anywhere between 40 to 60 minutes, but 
I definitely tried to uh, not captivate anybody too long. So I just try to give out the essence of what's being said. So I need you to hear. And I'm so glad that we're using the podcast because it's something you can listen to over and over again until you get it. But self-care is very important. I don't know why people don't embrace it. I don't know why I didn't embrace it for years. Uh, Just never really gave it any thought like that. But I can assure you it's been the best thing so far that has been going on in my life. Self-care. All right, so I just want to talk about that with you guys and spend some time with it. Probably going to be three sessions because this first session, I'm going to go through all the information I gathered concerning this. And then the second time, I want to come back with scriptural backing. There is so many scriptures in the Word of God that will help you understand self-care is needed by everyone. And then we'll close it out with uh, some uh, things you could be doing to help yourself heal and get better in regards to self-care. Now, the thing I like most about self-care from a personal note is that you actually get the privilege to start doing some things in your life that would be better fit for you and uh, and keep you healthy and pure. And uh, people in the old days, they took the Bible and they said, uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yes, you should seek ye first the kingdom of God. But what comes after that is what I'm talking about. And so it's not just seeking the kingdom of God that we need because we learn from books, we learn from new, we learn from reading, we learn from experience. And there are so many things. Now, a lot of things we learn are in the Bible, are uh, substantiated, but what, there is things that only health care or medical individuals can give you that you need to do. If you cut your hand and your hand needs stitches, the truth of the matter, you probably would not go to your pastor. You probably will go to a hospital. Why? Because there's somebody there that can sew the uh, stitches up and stitch that hand or whatever and help you to recover and get better even if you never went to the church. There are ways you can help yourself, even if you didn't go to the church. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the Lord, and I love congregating with people, but just not just for the sake of the word, but also for life, man. We can't throw away life, everyday life that we live and go through as though it doesn't even count. And people will try to tell you, uh, you're supposed to put others before you. But the truth of the matter of it is, you should always put yourself first. Uh, uh, And when God says, seek ye first his kingdom, 
He's talking about in relationship with him. But we are to ever strive for knowledge and get better. And here's the area that I hate to say it, but the truth of the matter, especially in the, well, I hate to say it, but the African-American community, we oftentimes do not take our time to take care of self. And in the end, what we learn is that we spend years taking care of the people and we spend years neglecting the self. That is not healthy. That's not good. And I want to show you how you can have balance with this self-care thing and this trust in God and you doing what's appropriate for you so that you could be better in your life and especially as it relates to your healing. In defining Definition of healing, listen to what I have here. Healing is the process to make free from injury or disease. It is to make sound or whole decisions about how you're going to move forward in life, especially if you come out of some hurt, some pain. Also, that it could be defined as to make well again or to restore one's health. That's what self-care is all about. Also, to cause an undesired condition to be overcome. In other words, there are some things that comes in our lives that overwhelms us and overcomes us. And we don't always know how to navigate through it to get to the healing that we need. Another definition is to patch up or correct a breach. You know, if you make a mistake and cut yourself with a knife, uh, you know, that's kind of like a breach. You don't want to be cut. You don't want to bleed, but stuff happens. And so uh, it is to patch up or correct the breach. You know, uh, last thing I got on this list is to restore to original purity of integrity as in healing. So we want to heal. We want to get better. Not just heal from physical cuts, but heal from internal cuts and pain. We all go through life. And life Many times hurts. Y'all got that? I hope you can hear me clearly on that. Life is not always easy to navigate. All right? And those are why we experience something, but that's why some other people experience. So we can see and learn from their mistakes and get to know better also. We don't have to go through all the hurt to understand it sometimes. You just can listen to somebody. I'm telling you right now that I'm still in healing from a, a, a divorce for over two years, and I'm still healing. I think the healing is going to be going on for a minute now. I would have thought by now I'll be great. I'll be fine. I'll be whole again, but not so. All right? There are so many compartments 
to this thing. And I got four types of healing that we have that we need to understand. First of all, there is physical healing. Physical healing. Something happened to you physical. You got the flu, if you will, and you're sick and you're weak. And there are things you need to do. You can't just lay in the bed trusting that you're going to feel better. There's medicine you may have to take. There are prescriptions you may have to take. There are things that you may have to do, like eat. You may not feel like eating, but eating may be the appropriate thing to build your strength up. And so sometimes with self-care, you have to do things that you might not be wanting to do. But there is also emotional healing. Emotional healing is that breaking point that sometimes all, you know, when people we loved and they hurt us and we are so hurt by them emotionally and sometimes they're not sorry about what they've done. In fact, it can be downright intentional. We don't know why people do what they do, but the truth of the matter, some people, it's not nice to themselves. So if they don't treat themselves right, what do you think? Do they have the ability to treat you right? You got to think about it. All right. There is also mental or psychological healing. Healing for the way we think. Healing for the way that we act out healing and deliverance from certain behavior, characteristics that keep us weighed down. And we'll talk about all of this in more in depth as we go through all of this. But fourthly, there is spiritual healing. Now, guys, I got to say this. A lot of times we are hurt spiritually because... Sometimes everybody in the church is not in the church. And we suffer all pain sometimes from even going to the church. And you you can be mistreated there. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm a pastor also, and I really don't uh, like to talk about the church. But the church sometimes is the problem. Or let me say it like this. Sometimes the people that are in the church is the problem because the church is a place like a hospital. Everybody there is not spiritually healed. There is no hospital you go to and you expect to find everybody in there helped and well. All right. There is no hospital like that. And so the church is a spiritual hospital. Now, when you go to the hospital, hospital, it is your job to pay attention, listen to the doctors, the nurses, do what they say so you can get better. And if you go to the church, it is imperative to hear the man of God and not reject what he says as in you're going to do what you want to do no matter what. All right. There needs to be order in our lives. And that's what self-care is all about helping us to put first things first in our lives so that we would benefit best for what we're going through. I want to help you understand what we mean by self-care. I've got some paragraphs here that I want to read. Uh, one is, 
Self-care is defined as the process of taking care of oneself with active behaviors that facilitate health and self-management of any illness, trauma, or stress-related issues. Self-care can influence the practice of self-care medication and treatment. It is primary method in which individuals can take care of themselves and or their families to stay healthy by taking care of both minor and long-term conditions. In other words, I'm diabetic. Uh, I don't have wisdom if I'm not taking my diabetic medication. There are things that I like telling people that I live in the norm in regards to diabetes, but the truth of the matter is I live in the norm because I do self-care by taking the medicines that the doctors recommend. And because of that, I can say I live in the norm. You know, so my diabetes is not uh, working me over or down based on my ignorance or lack of understanding that there are medications that can help me be delivered from my illnesses. Based on the knowledge and information available while working in collaboration with healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses, even people that's been through something as you've been through. Listen to this one. Self-care is all about keeping fit and healthy by understanding when you can look after yourself or when a pharmacist can help us and when it gets, we get advice from your general practitioners, your doctor, or some other healthcare professional, if you have long-term condition, self-care is the means of understanding that condition and how to live a full and meaningful life in a healthy manner. The last one I got on here is self-care can be influenced by an individual's attitude and belief in his or her self or efficacy, all right, which simply means the power to produce a desired effect. Or uh, 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 we got uh, confidence in performing tasks that can assist in conquering or overcoming certain barriers, cultural, whether it be cultural beliefs or values that are influenced by self-care itself. There are numerous of self-care uh, essentials that are relevant to all individuals in the maintenance of health and wellness. I attempt to do pretty much meditation for the over two years now on a daily basis. I don't always get it done every day, 
but the goal is to get it done throughout the week as much as possible. Why? Because that's a form of self-care as well. No, I put a note here. Holistic is the philosophy that all parts of things are interconnected. In medicine, holistic treatment refers to a person receiving treatment as a whole, that is, mind, body, and soul, and behavior, which includes social factors. You know, if you got a cold, you don't want to go outside and you don't want to hang out in a crowd and affect everybody. So those are some social factors that they may be talking about. The word holistic uh, can, was current in 1941 as a cross between holistic and being whole. All right. So we want to be holistic, which simply means we want to be thinking about ourselves and making sure that we're in the healthiest place that we can be for longevity. I don't want to die prematurely and neither do you. So we do things that help us to live, but live well. All right. Physical examples of self-care. I got eight of them. Eating healthy. What about that? Eating healthy. Engage in exercise. These are some of the things that really, to be honest with you, I'm telling you, I'm doing now and have not always been doing it. What about going for a walk? Uh, Daily Drinking a reasonable amount of water per day. Now, that would be something that I fall short on, that I need to do better. Drinking more water every day. Practice good sleeping habits, all right? You can't stay up all night and think you're going to be an ace on the job in the morning. Rest is imperative. We as people, we have to rest. We can't go on and on and on without getting rest. So you have to get your rest. You have to get all good sleeping habits together. Uh, Number six, having a cup of tea, I find, uh, can be healthy. It's getting something. It don't always have to be coffee and all of that. But tea, there are teas that can be very helpful and useful for each of us. Uh, setting in the sunlight. Who would have ever thought of that? Sunlight produces the rays that give you vitamin D that's essential for your body. Now, we generally take vitamin D. Uh, we want to do that, but ain't nothing like getting it from nature, from nature. And so you can take some vitamins, but also you can combine it with sitting in some sunlight, all right? And last I got on here, daily taking a shower or a bath. We don't want to skip that simply because we develop odors uh, that may be offensive to people that we hang out around, 
but we always want to make sure we take care of our hygiene. That's a part of self-care, physical self-care. All right, I got a question here and then I want to answer. Why is self-care so important? Engaging in self-care routine has been clinically proven to reduce or eliminate anxiety, depression, stress, while improving concentration, thus minimizing frustration and anger while increasing in happiness, improve energy, and so so on and so on. So self-care is the agent that drives us to self-help or help, rather. You know, if you want to be healthy, you got to be thinking about self-care. All right. Uh, for two years now, I've been also in the gym on the regular, trying to get this little body into shape. And, you know, and when you feel good about doing things, it helps you to look better. And working out uh, X amount of times a week is one of the most beneficial things that I ever done in my life. And I, I'm so happy to know that there are things I could be doing that can help myself, all right? And it's very important to me, all right? There are eight areas of self-care, physical, psychological, emotional, social, professional, environmental, spiritual, and financial. Now, everybody know if you're not financially fit, you know you're not uh, uh, as happy as you can be. You know what I mean? Because uh, having deficiencies of finances can downright worry you, stretch you out, uh, and send you into some uh, kind of mental uh, unhealthiness as it relates to how good you feel about yourself. Because if you don't feel good about you, then who is and who will? All right, note that all, that all of which can assist in body movement, health, nutrition, sleep, and resting. All of these things in the eight, all of this could be helpful towards us. These are the things we need to be focused on. Some people say when you're thinking about yourself, uh, what happens with that is you get lost in yourself. But it's quite the contrary. You can't love somebody if you don't even know how to love yourself. You know, you may, you may be a person that loves other people more than you love yourself. But the truth of the matter, at the end of the day, are you happy? You give everybody the accolades, you talk glorious about them, but when it comes to yourself, you're self-defeated simply because what you do for others, you don't even do for yourself. That could be sin also. Think about it. The Bible teaches us uh, how about dying so other can live? 
you know, and, and Jesus done that for us. But yet, it's through his sacrifice that we do live. And But the truth of the matter, he had to feel good about himself even to come to this world to die for all mankind. He came out of a spirit of love for people and had that love for himself and who God is as the three in one. It gave him everything he needed to reach out and come and be a blessing to a world that's jacked up. So what I'm saying is that you can't go into a world that's jacked up and not be healthy yourself, just like you can't love somebody if you don't love yourself because you don't know how to love. You know, I'm in a place where I'm learning and the key word is learning how to love. Ah, let me tell you, first of all, how to love myself. I generally in the past will put everybody first and neglect some things about myself. I'm not doing that no more. I hope you will stop. The best position I could be in to be a help to anybody is to be healthy myself. Is to take care, numero uno, myself. Is to love and feel good about myself. I can't be jealous about you, what you got, looking on your stuff, lusting for all of that stuff. What I need to do is be satisfied with what I have. And, and whatever that is, and then feel good about me based on the fact I've done the best that I can. And I don't have to prove nothing to nobody else. It is a beautiful thing to feel good about yourself. That's not sinful. I don't know why we think we have to put others before us, but the truth of the matter, we put others in line with us because as we work on ourselves, we want to help people as we go along the way, but we want to do that in a healthy way by staying healthy ourselves. Doctors usually know what to do to help us get better, but you got to know that if that doctor got the illness that they are, that we have, they're doing the same thing to find the healing that we find in our medicines. I believe in God 100%, but I take my medicine. Why? Because doctors prescribe it. And I brag about it all the time how with my diabetes I live in a norm and I do. But it's because of the medication. Because there's been days I didn't take it and I missed it. And I went to sleep without it and woke up and the numbers wasn't pretty. The numbers wasn't pretty. And I don't want to be that person. And I don't want to go out like that. I'll diabetes to take me out. So if I want to live, I take the medication in the name of Jesus. I'm just saying, God, I, I'm spiritual too. But in Jesus' name, I take my medication. I 
not just trusting on spiritual things. I'm trusting that there's some physical stuff we need to be doing to help ourselves also. I've got just a little bit more on here. Why is self-care so important? Well, I really am glad you asked. Self-care is important because it encourages us to maintain a healthy relationship with ourselves, with myself. You know what I mean? Uh, since I've been working now, I've noticed my body structure has changed to the good a little bit, and I'm so excited about it. I'm encouraged that I want to do more. You know, and when you feel better about yourself, God, you're going to feel better about who you are. You're not going to be so depressed and so down and are so worried. See, this is what self-care is all about, helping us to feel good about ourselves so that we can transmit how we feel and the vibes to others. But if you don't like yourself, you got to know how you vibing. You know, while some may understand self-care as being selfish or self-centered, notwithstanding, this vantage punch could not be further from the truth. You got to love yourself. Yeah, God... Christ came to earth because he loved us and he wanted to die for us so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. But you got to know that God loved himself. God is not depressed. God is not worried. God is not in jeopardy of any sickness or pain. And if he is with the pain, it's the pain of our sins that need we need to relieve even him. But guys, I'm here because I want you to know that self-care is the most principal thing you could be doing because you need to learn how to love the person you see in the mirror. All right? And when an individual pays adequate attention to his or her well-being, they are not considering their needs alone, but everyone in close proximity to their lives. In other words, that just simply says, if a person values themselves, they will know how to value somebody else. And that could be true, vice versa, because if a person don't know how to value themselves, how will they value you? They can't do for you what they have not ever done for themselves. And if somebody did do that, we call that codependency, and that's not healthy. You can't love on people more than you love yourself. Because that's just codependent. You need somebody to feel good about you so you can feel good about yourself. Really? Think about that. Who do you need to feel good about you to help you feel good about yourself? 
man, these things, we get all twisted, we get all knotted up, and we really need to free Willie. We need to free ourselves from that stinking thinking and learn how to correctly love ourselves. What I want to do next time I come on here is I want to present to you what the Bible says about self-care. Man, I looked it up and I promise you guys, there are so many scriptures in the Bible that speaks on that. I have five and a half pages here that I will be sharing scriptures with you guys the next time. Scriptures that support self-care and how important that is for us, not just as a Christian, but as a people. We all need to love ourselves enough to want to take care of ourselves and fend for ourselves and fight for ourselves and our values and, and how we feel about people. The most miserable guy in the world is the person that's walking around angry every day because that person is not healthy to themselves. And because of that, anger will manifest. Hate will manifest. Dislike will overcome. So, uh, guys, I just want you to be considering self-care. And the last thing I'm going to do after next week we get through the scriptures, I'm going in to show you uh, a form that we have put together. And when we talking about me and my wife and I, that we put together, uh, if you want to do better, we have an action plan of things that you can do in these areas of your lives so that you can get better. Some of this information may go over some of you guys here, but the most of you guys will get it. Because the truth of the matter at the end of the day, you should not be doing for others what you won't do for yourself. In fact, I would even assert, if you can't love yourself, if you don't love yourself, how in the world would you rise to the occasion to love somebody else? You don't even know what love looks like. Indefinitely, you don't know what it feels like. Love yourself. Every now and then, hug yourself. You, you say some affirmations about yourself. Stop always speaking negative about you. And even if there's some things in your life going around, you don't have to always give in to that. You know you can change. If you're that person that speaks down on yourself and have low self-esteem, you don't have to die with low self-esteem. You can change that. And you can start feeling better about the self and then feel better about yourself. It's probably going to be the result of self-care and health. All right? want to start talking about some of these things for you guys so you can get it. All right? 
All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sitting in. Uh, one thing I wanted to say uh, and forgot is I was introduced to uh, to meditation. I've never meditated in, in my whole life. I've never meditated. But when I got in the divorce and after X amount of years, over 30 years of marriage, the truth of the matter is I didn't always know how to function. But the truth is I didn't know that I didn't know, you know. And there was some people that was able to point some things out and help me to see what I could not see in the mirror. And that's the inside of me and how the codes I live by. But the truth of the matter of is, I'm not all the way there, but I am so much better. And I thank God for my current wife that has helped me and showed me some things and given me some knowledge of how to better myself and help myself. You know, I never had that before. That's why I've never done it. Nobody never preached that message to me. Nobody never told me, Ken, you need to learn how to do some self-care. You need to learn how to love yourself. Nobody never told that. But now I know better. And because I know better, I'm expecting to do better. If you're sitting down listening to this message, you knowing better now. So you need to do what you know to be true and real. Love yourselves and you will learn to love God and others. And it's through God that we really love ourselves because he gives us his love. People with anger issues, I promise you, they don't have a lot of love for themselves. And that's what they're angry about. Why do I not love me? Why do I not love the person I see in the mirror? And if you don't love the person you see in the mirror, you find it hard to love some person that you see in person. Why? Because there's always that contention. I can't love somebody more than I love me. And you can't. And you shouldn't. So I'm just saying, self-care is a blessing. And has been a blessing in my life. And just maybe it can be a blessing in yours. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. I hope you heard everything I said and that, that you can listen to it again because uh, it is real and it's the most principal thing. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful week and a wonderful Christmas. Bye-bye.